Listener Production. Okay, are you recording? Welcome to the Howie Games Player Profile. Later, there's a Commonwealth Games gold medal. She has run 14 marathons, so she is tough. She's hard as nails. But, Jess Stenson, are you prepared for the Howie Games Player Profile questions? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Nickname? Oh, I've got a lot. Mum and Dad, it's like bellies, bells, bell cans, any form of that. With my friends, it's... Trenny, Tren, more recently Sten, and my brother calls me Senior. Senior. My sister-in-law calls me Swoops because I'm known to sort of swoop in and, you know, <laughs> clean up a dish. <laughs> right. Because I do love my food. <laughs> I like it. Well, I'm going to call you Swoops on that one. Uh, what is your favourite food? Oh, uh, I love seafood. So, um, yeah, my favourite meal at home is just like a maple glazed salmon, baked salmon with sweet potato. And you cook that? Yes. Is that your number one dish? If you're trying to impress someone coming around to your place and you're pulling out Swoop's number one dish. That or some sort of really slow cooked, um, like like pork or something, pulled pork. And as we find out in the main part of the show, rice bubbles on race morning. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't pull that out to impress someone. Snap, crackle, <laughs> pop. Three people are coming around to this amazing slow cooked dinner or the salmon from any time in history that you've met that you haven't? Who are the three? That's another a big question. I mean, I'd love to meet Ash Barty. Mm. I have so much respect for tennis yes. players. They have to have it all. They need the endurance, agility, speed, power, just the mental. The control toughness. of emotion. Yes, and I think Ash Barty just looks like a really good person. Uh, if we're talking of all time, past yep. or present, I haven't met either of my grandmas, like my oh, grandma right. or my nana. I would love to hear their stories about mum and dad yes. growing up. So, yeah. <laughs> so Ash Barty and your two grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. What was your first ever car? Little Toyota Corolla. Do you have a Manual. nickname? Have a nickname or not? Uh, I think it did at the time and I can't even think of it, but it Got stalled many times. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> first ever job, first thing you did to earn a dollar? It would have been lifeguarding at the Narracourt Swimming Lake. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have to pull anyone out of the Narracourt Swimming Lake? No. I think I kicked a few bees away. Well, not kicked a few bees away. Had to remove some bees from the edge of the pool. <laughs> what people will realise in the full episode is that Jess was only a couple of training short of being an <laughs> Olympic swimmer. So you would have been in very safe hands. Uh and wrestler as well, but that's a, that's a, that's a story for the main podcast. What's the best piece of advice you've received along the way, Jess? Uh, Chris Wardlaw, mm. so he, coach Steve Monaghetti, he sort of just was always embrace the challenge. That was sort of our little quote that we'd share before a race. I think that's it. You'll have challenges on the sporting field or road and in life, and you really do just have to embrace it and give it all you've got to overcome it. You've got a fantastic job where you get to run for a living. If you could swap jobs with anyone in the world, whose job would you like? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I really need to think about it. As a kid growing up, I always um, wanted to be a, a vet. And I do look at what my dad does and just think it would be incredible to be doing like carvings mm. and um yeah, helping animals to deliver babies and that sort of thing. So I would love to experience probably being being a vet for a while. I think you'd be a fantastic vet. <laughs> what are you currently watching? 
Um, we don't watch a lot of series, to be honest. Uh, it's like probably Paw Patrol would be an honest answer. Paw Patrol's <laughs> a good one. Whatever like Billy's watching at the Paw time. Paw Patrol's a good one. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. There's a <laughs> what did you watch after school? When you'd race home from school and turn on the telly, when you weren't out and about, what was your show? Uh, I really enjoyed Blue Healers. Blue Healers. Yeah, that was, I think it was a Tuesday night. We'd all gather around and watch Blue Healers. Obviously, like a bit of Neighbours and Home and Away and those things too, but Ally McBeal was the other one. Ally McBeal. Yeah. Was it Callista Flockhart? Flockhart? Yep. Yep. I used to like Ally McBeal too. It's a good show. Favourite movie of all time? Oh... One that our family just, we always sort of pull quotes from is Notting Hill. Oh, Hugh Grant. I love Spike. a rom com. <laughs> oh, Spike's the dude in his jocks, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicks One love grey. <laughs> How did I look? Not bad. Not at all bad. Well chosen briefs, I'd say. Chicks love grey. That's Julia Roberts, isn't it? And he yeah. goes in as the uh, correspondent for. Horse and Hound. Yes. I love a rom-com. I love a rom-com. The film's great. And um, I just w- was wondering whether you ever thought of having um, more uh, horses in it. <clears throat> well, we would have liked to, but it was um, difficult, obviously, being set in space. What are you listening to musically? Uh, I listen to a variety of things, to be honest. Um you know, just those feel-good songs. I love, like, a bit of Fleetwood Mac. And, you know, my sister and I went to the Brian Adams concert back in the day when that came to Adelaide. But, you know, my husband and I listened to a bit of uh, his cousin, Joshy Willow. He's uh, sort of got a great voice right. and plays the guitar. So, yeah, a bit of everything, depending on the mood. You mentioned Brian Adams. What's the best concert you've been to? Uh, I loved Jet as a, Jet. you know, young. Are you going to be my girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to a lot of concerts, but um, I wouldn't say I really keep tabs on the music scene. I just, I hear something, it makes me feel good and, you know, I'll listen to that again. You are a big (laughs) podcast consumer. I am. Um, Give us a couple of podcasts we should listen to that you enjoy. Again, it depends on what I'm looking for, if it's like something heavy or light. I was actually in tears earlier this week listening to an episode on um, No Filter, Mia My wife's a big Friedman. listener yeah, of that. that. Who was the episode with? Uh, so it was with a woman who had been trying to fall pregnant. Um, she and her husband got a surrogate in the Ukraine. Right. And just talking through the complexities of that, they were yes. travelling over to meet their baby when Russia invaded. And it's it just... a big country, Ukraine, for mm. surrogates, isn't it? So apparently it? they treat their surrogates really well there. Yes. Anyway, so that was um, no filter, but I listened to well, a number of sporting podcasts. Obviously, I love the Howie Games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, Dylan Friends, yes. How They Train. Uh, I enjoy On Her Game. Yes. Sam Squires. Sam Squires. Yep. Good show. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Beyond the Bump is a sort of motherhood podcast yep. that I listen to. Uh, the Resilience Project. I, I've got a lot that so I so you just run marathons along. and you've got a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Yeah, and Inside Running's another running one that I listen to often. And I had a crack at the one Erin um, Phillips recommended. I think it was Hooch, yes. Hooked, Hinged, and yes, that's <laughs> that was it. Was pretty entertaining yeah. too. Loose. I had a bit of a listen too. Yeah. She's a star, Erin Phillips. She'll she buy is. peanut butter. That lady. Yeah. Um, a, a new part of the Howie Games player profile, which we call the list, for want of a better term. Jess Stenson's top five tips for people that want to run a marathon. Yeah, look, I think it's really important to have um, some structure and a plan with your training. You want to progress gradually. So if you can have, you know, a running squad, a coach, ideally a group that you can train with, I think that makes the process really enjoyable. Yep. Number two, there is so much um, you can well, to be gained by addressing the other factors. So footwear you know, shoe tech's just gone nuts yes. in recent times. So having sort of your jogging shoes, but then your racing flats, there are a lot of choices out there. So you want to go and, you know, see a specialist at a yeah. specialist running store and get fitted out. Um, but you can make a lot of gains there. The nutrition, I think it is worth checking in with a sports dietitian to come up with a bit of an individualised plan in the days leading up to your marathon, but also for the marathon itself. And that'll be calculated you know, taking into account your your body composition, your sweat rate, the pace at which you'll be running, what foods you can tolerate. Uh, sleep, I think mm. if you want to maintain a strong immune system and, um, you know, try to stave off illnesses and things that can affect your training, getting um, as much sleep as possible, uh, which is hard as a parent, but trying mm. to get to bed early. And I think if you can rest in the week leading up to the race, don't worry if you don't sleep the night before the race. You often don't. Your mind's buzzing and, and that's okay. And then I think finally get some anti-friction balm. So I like lather my feet in that and any like areas of friction. Only on the weekend um, we had a 5K run and in our cool down we run, ran past a guy who'd obviously, I don't know if he'd run the 5K or he'd been running for hours. He had the the blood nipple things oh. happening. And I think for guys, I haven't experienced that, but you, you need something to stop that from happening because I can imagine the shower oh. afterwards. They are a good five tips, especially that last one. <laughs> what if anything scares you? Uh, so lightning, ever since I was young, I've just hated um, lightning. I remember being out on the tennis court when a mm. storm came over and charging off the court and um, mum sort of thought I was being a bad sport, but <laughs> I was just petrified. <laughs> the and yeah, again, in St. Moritz, we had this huge lightning storm on one of our training runs and one of the other girls and I went and like huddled under someone's balcony. I just, I don't know. I've heard stories about getting struck and I yeah, don't want to no be good. that. Yeah. <laughs> no good. Um, people that we would say are well-known as celebrity, someone pretty well-known to the average person that you have met that's made an impression on you. Yeah, look, I've met a few people. I think um, <laughs> so at the the 2012 Olympics, I was watching Anna Mears when she won her gold medal and I was sitting with the swimmers. Anna Mears goes to the lead. Pendleton, I think, is a spent force. It's Anna Mears' gold record. It's Anna Mears winning gold. She's upset a great rival in the Olympic final. What an upset. And I, I didn't follow basketball much a lot at the time and I remember someone sitting beside us and you know sadly he's not 
he's not here anymore. It was Kobe Bryant. And I just remember how, yeah. like, calming and modest and, like, kind of gentle his voice was. And I I was just sort of asking a few questions about how the team was going, not quite realising who he was. But he just <laughs> had a bit of an aura and... Um, I think that's why he made such an impression on the people around him. He just seemed very measured and, yeah, modest. So that's probably someone high profile, yeah. high, high profile. Um, Usain Bolt's a character as well. I've been in a couple of, like, lifts Have you? and things that games with him. So What's he bring to the table? Oh, he's just a joker. Right. Yeah, and he, like, loves to just – if. There are fans wanting selfies. He just embraces it and, you know, Fantastic. he seemed to love it. <laughs> um, really get to do this in person. Ooh. Oh, there's my notes. <laughs> my notes that I didn't have in the whole podcast. But you didn't need them. You We're nailed it. <laughs> I don't know if you run with headgear on, but from us to you for coming on the Thank show. Thank you so much. Um, wear it with pride. I will. Or put it in the bottom of your bag. Final question for you. And the most important one, and you will know what it will, will be because you listen, but I'm going to build it up anyway. This defines you as a Commonwealth Games gold medalist, as a runner of 14 marathons, as someone that can pump out 3 minute 25 Ks for 42 kilometres, as a mother, as a wife, as a proud South Australian, Jess Denson, pineapple on pizza, <laughs> yes or no? I'll eat it. But it's not my favourite way to enjoy pineapple or pizza. I, I do just prefer cold, cold pineapple. So you're saying fresh. no? Well, it's I'll eat it, right. but it, it, but I I would much prefer just a good like Italian style pizza. I, I knew that would disappoint you. Yeah, it does. But nothing else about the episode. Did your full episode is out next Thursday. Jess, it's been a thrill. Thanks for joining me on the Howie Games Player Profile. Full episode out next Thursday. Thanks for having me. What a day it's been. This South Australian champion, this Australian champion, this Commonwealth champion. That's a gold medal. 